Hello, guys, and welcome to the latest MSC Performance Podcast with me, Mark Coulson. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Luke Rogers. How are we doing, Luke? I'm very well. I'm very good. How are you? Yeah, very well, very well. So uh, by the by the time people are listening to this, it will be uh, it'll be Monday, um, and we'll we're officially open and uh, up and running. So uh, we do record the the podcast a, a couple of days early. So uh, at the time of recording, we're not quite open yet, but we're uh, we're very excited. Um, we've mm. had uh, the equipment back yesterday. Um, we've uh, when we're all meeting up today to have a, a good thorough deep clean of the of, of the place and rearrange a few bits and pieces and uh and we're pretty much ready to go are you excited mate mate i'm uh, i'm super excited I'm a little bit nervous um but i'm really excited to get stuck in uh, it's been really interesting these last couple of days like getting everyone ready for for programming uh, and we would you know it anyway it's similar with the metcon no one wants to do body weight anymore like the amount of people when i've said like any suggestions of what you want to do when you're back in the gym literally everyone doesn't want to do single leg work so i've done a few programs already and not one person has uh really want to do some split squats this cycle um so it's the first time in a long time i've not programmed anyone uh unilateral work for for the lower body so it's all uh it's all barbells it's all uh machines yeah. and no one wants to do a split squat for at least a block or two yeah um before we can trickle them back in but uh yeah, so it's been interesting. Um, there's a lot to do, but I'm super excited to get stuck in. And I'm really excited to, to coach again on the gym, but I'm also excited to just lift with people again. And I'm really excited to, to get back up and running. And based off of Andrew, who's sold his equipment already, people think this is the last one. So hopefully uh, we've made it and uh, we can get back to normality, man. Yeah, fingers crossed, eh? Um, yeah, I mean, just yeah, just the atmosphere of, of the place and, like you say, having people around you lifting and just that... That MSC vibe, so to speak, um, you know, it's just it's just going to be mega. Um, but yeah, we're buzzing. It was that little bu- little buzz in the air uh, last night, like everyone bringing the kit back and seeing some new yeah. kit and stuff, and uh, yeah, everyone's excited, which just means it's going to be just so good. Yeah, uh, a little bit of yeah. anticipation in the air. Um, it's uh, yeah, very exciting, and yeah, also a bit kind of weird and nerve wracking, and you know, we're we we've been we've been working hard, haven't we? You know, trying to you know, make sure everything's uh, good and ready to ready to go. Um, so, uh, yeah. It feels like no matter how much you do, you're always cramming <clears> at the end because like we've worked all, all the way through lockdown, like fine stuff, but then everything just needs to be done at the last minute, like the cleaning needs to be done. The so all of a sudden, no matter how well you've prepped these last few days are just manic and uh, yeah, yeah it's, there's, a, there's a lot to do yeah. even though we've been doing stuff all the time because um, you have to clean at the last minute. You have to get the equipment back at the last minute. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it feels like it's a all good. Scrapple, but yeah, as I say, you could be as organised as you want. It's there's always going to be a few last minute things, isn't there? So. Yeah. Yeah. All good. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. Today's uh, today's podcast, guys, is based around um a new new product uh that we're uh, that we're launching uh which is uh which is programming um and uh, basically um remote slash online uh, online programming. Uh, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about that today and also, um, you know, not just selling the product, but giving you some information as to why, why we've uh, done certain things with the, with the program. Um, so basically there's a lot of guys out there who will be obviously getting back into the gym and really keen and really eager to go. Um, and they perhaps can't train at MSC performance, um, 
due to logistical you know reasons or whatever um or you know some of our open gym members who you know uh, don't necessarily want to push up to up to the barbell club but we can you know offer some guidance and programming so that everybody who's coming back into the gym you know has has a has a program to uh, to, to to work from uh, and has that i think uh, it's about having that kind of it's about having that extra option as well isn't it like you've got the the people that can afford to have the barbell club people that have one-to-one programming and it's nice to offer now something that's a little bit more accessible to people that might not be able to afford like one-to-one coaching so it's that third option where you're still going to get a lot from it it's not quite the full package of like one-on-one coaching but it's that third option now for people that maybe haven't got the budget or or don't want to spend the amount of money that coaching is because coaching is expensive um because it's a lot of time consuming so i feel that this is a nice like entry level for people that have never had coaching before maybe looking for some guidance um and i think that what's interesting this time around is there seems to be a lot more people reaching out for help and reaching out mm. for coaching which is fantastic but it's as if like people feel like they've wasted enough time now and they really want to push on and then they know that with coaching it's the most beneficial way to do it so this is a nice entry level i think for people that they can't quite get to the one-on-one coaching so some like remote set but customizable programming is, is going to be really beneficial to a big reach of people hope hopefully Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, as you say, you know, it's been a year of lockdown and people have felt like they've probably, you know, even with the best intentions of training from home and going out running and doing bodyweight stuff at home, or maybe they've got a small amount of equipment, you know, they, they would have felt like they've lost lost a year, you know, and uh, that's maybe made people realize the value of, you know, the value of time. And, you know, uh, maybe maybe they're looking back to, you know, pre-lockdown and oh, I was going to the gym for years, wasn't really making much progress. And um, yeah, as, you, as you've just said, you know, that, that great kind of, you know, entry level of, right, let's get a bit of guidance, a bit of programming, you know, let's test the waters with, with, some, with some coaching. Um, and like you say, you know, um, as, as in, you know, as, as wonderful as, uh, as the PT is that we do at MSC and the, and the Barbell Club, you know, this is a nice little kind of top up from, from Open Gym if you're thinking of just, yeah, testing the waters a little bit and just getting that 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 little bit of help um, rather than you know sort of you know wasting time and and not not getting anywhere or not making the progress that you that you uh, that you could be making really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of the, uh, the the two programs we've started off with, we're we're planning on designing uh, quite a lot of programs, but um, we've uh, written up two programs uh, to begin with. Um, so I've written a bit of a monster 16-week uh, off-season rugby uh, strength conditioning program, uh, and Luke, you've written a hypertrophy program, uh, an eight-week hypertrophy program for powerlifters. Specifically for yeah, sure. Um, first of all, I really like the, the the fact that yours is 16 weeks. I think that is really really good. I think it gives people enough time to buy in because a lot of times people are looking for this instant gratification, this instant feedback. When you're buying a 16 week program, you know that the end point is in 16 weeks time. So I really like the fact that yours is that long and it gives people a chance just to, to buy into it, get stuck into it rather than saying, I've been doing it two weeks now. Why am I not? Uh, yeah. What's like, oh, <laughs> why am I not the best rugby player in the, uh, the world? I was trying to think of that rugby player who was joke that I like, uh, the short ball guy, England. My, my brown. Mike Brown. Why am I not Mike Brown yet? Is there any Mike, Mike Brown's the only rugby player that Luke knows, and I don't know why. I don't know why it's stuck. I'm not sure. 
He's not even been on the England scene for the last few years. Yeah. But he's, he's Luke's favourite player, gets, except for yeah. apart from me, obviously. Apart from you and the guy I met at Walkabout. Um, so, yeah, it's, it gives people a chance just to, to really build up to, to, to some 60 weeks and it gives people a chance just to buy into it. So I, I really like that. I've gone through an eight-week program because I wanted to look specifically at um, building up hypertrophy. And I think this is the perfect time for people after a bit of a layoff um, where it's eight weeks focused solely on improving uh, muscle mass. Um, and the aim is, if we've explained within the program, is to come away from the, your traditional model of like, high repetition, low specificity, and that kind of then um, phases over like a multitude of weeks to then becoming super, super specific, uh, no variation, super high intensity, low volume. We want to come away from that to something that's a lot more modern and a lot more representat representative of like current periodization. So the aim is similar to yours with like the vertical integration is to maintain certain skill aspects while still pushing other aspects which are going to be really beneficial to powerlifting. So rather than doing exclusively machine work and high rep work, we've still got like a small dosage of the competition lifts with the, the overarching aim to, to try and maintain the skill of the power lifts and then really putting all of your uh, all your better eggs into it to really try and build muscle mass. And uh, we've explained in the program that like, I think the mistake a lot of people make is, is early specialization. If you're a novice, you see a lot of people really novice level doing SBD, squat bench and deadlift every single day, um, minimal volume, or even if it's like volume, it's, it's, it's not good quality volume. I think you can watch any lifter when they're under that little bit of fatigue, like te there's technical breakdown, the reps aren't as efficient as you want them to be. So the idea with the program is to is to maintain the skill of the competition lifts, then really trying to hammer in the hypertrophy and, and really build up the muscle size, specifically the prime movers in powerlifting. So your quads, uh, your chest for bench pressing, your back for, and posterior chain for deadlifting, um, to get that typical powerlifting big legs uh, shape. Um, so yeah, the aim is like to to maintain the skill and then to really hammer the uh, the accessories and the machine work hard. Um, I really like the program. I'm really happy with it. There's customization within there as well. Um, so we allow people to choose their exercises based off their uh, what they prefer to do, what their kind of leverages would best allow them to do. So for some people, for example, one of the sessions you do a, a pull squat first for for low repetitions, a fairly high RPE, and then your your hypertrophy exercise. Could be a safety squat bar, could be a plat squat, could be a belt squat, could be a leg press. There's uh, lots of options there because as long as we're kind of pushing the RPE, we're, we're under good control and keeping a good muscle tension, then I think um, any kind of exercise within those constraints can fit. So I like to think that with the program, we're going to do a really good job of maintaining the skill of the competition lifts, but we really push the volume work hard. And the aim after the eight weeks is to have kept your strength levels and the skill as good as it was before the block, but really built up your, uh, your muscle mass. Obviously, after having three months off, your, your skill will be up if you haven't done any barbells anyway. But if you ran this program, it would work perfectly after a competition where the aim is just to ease back on those competition lifts and really try and build up some good work capacity and some work, uh, and some, some muscle mass. So it's an eight-week program, and then the aim is then to release like a, an eight-week kind of strength-orientated block where it would be the same idea of maintaining like the muscle mass you've built up, but then really hammering down the skill and the strength component of powerlifting. Um, so I'm really happy with the program. I think it's excellent. And I think it's, uh, it's a really modern periodization model. Mm. And I think people are, are really going to like it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, fantastic uh, explanation there, Luke, of the, uh, the program. Um, it's, uh, it is a fantastic take on, like say, modern periodization. And we've spoke about this a few times about, um, you know, the, 
like specificity and skill and vertical integration and things like that and it's really interesting like the similarity obviously they are different programs completely you know with the powerlifting and the rugby but like the sim- similarity of the concept of yeah. okay like let's not leave our kind of skill and specific work right to right to the end let's develop it at the beginning but it's not yeah. necessarily a priority the you know the priority is you know low stress you know lo- you know low moderate intensity or you know uh, you know, and, and volume but just developing the, the skill whilst we're doing yeah. the other work and building up time and attention and volume and it's similar with you know the the, the rugby work and how you work rugby snc off season and you know what we've done in in, in my program which um is you know obviously like specific as- aspects of, of rugby is you know there's, there's obviously various components but like just as an example like sprinting for example um and like plyometric and fast work like old school block periodization we would look at doing like right off season you're gonna do a hypertrophy block you're gonna get big then you're gonna try and like get strong and then you're gonna try and get powerful and do the speed work and it's like the, the like more modern periodization is um you know same but different if you like so it's the same in terms of like you know hypertrophy work then strength work and power conversion yeah. is going to be uh the the, the primary focus. the primary focus yeah. But what we're doing is in that in that hypertrophy block, we're not just bodybuilding. You know, we're doing a few pogo jumps. We're doing some technique yeah. work on the sprints. We're doing some low-level uh, plyometrics rather than leaving the plyo work and the, the speed work. You know, we spoke... Uh, last minute. Yeah, exactly. We spoke with Sonia last week uh, on, on last week's podcast about sprinting and, you know, the amount of force uh, that, you know, that, that you produce during uh, sprinting, a very high-intensity activity. Now you know doing your bodybuilding doing your strength and then you know four weeks before the season trying to ramp up and do loads of sprinting before yeah. competition you know is uh is, it's not going to build you know you know it's not going to build the tolerance and your you know and, and the robustness um specific for absorbing those forces in a in a game so early on in your program like during that hypertrophy work we're still you know in the in, in, in the rugby program and again it's so similar to to yours in yeah. terms of you're doing the high trade for work but you're, you're working on the skill of squat bench and deadlift you're still developing those those you know those those lifts and then we'll cross over eventually as you get closer to competition and it's the same for the same for the rugby where you know yeah we're doing high trade we're doing some good rep work good time and attention but we're also going to do a little bit of skill work with the sprinting we're going to do some hills we're going to do some yeah. five meters some 10 meters um you know we're gonna and we're gonna develop those aspects we're still gonna do our single leg work etc etc but and then we'll build you know we'll, we'll gradually change focus and primary focus, focus yeah. as we uh, as we go along you uh you touched on it really nicely there and i think again like you talk about the similarities and i, I really like like you said that the programs are so different but the concepts are very similar um so when you look at like the start of your block and you'll probably see this you get two from what i understand with rugby and like team sports like that um people are either doing like like you said bodybuilding which is going to be building muscle mass that's not really going to be specific to the sport of powerlifting it's not going to be functionally any any capacity like people doing you know chest flies which is a good exercise to do but it shouldn't be like your main focus of your your hypertrophy movements um so people have maybe got the right idea in terms of like trying to build muscle mass in the off season but a little bit misguided with it so Mm. i think like their exercise selection is where people need help with it as well um so like choose choose an exercise that are well suited to rugby and yes build up your muscle mass but build up muscle mass that's going to be 
good quality muscle mass that you can actually use in rugby rather than doing arms and, and chest and you know while you might need to do a little bit of that the, the dosage of it is going to be so small compared to what people typically do you see rugby players coming into the gym and you say oh what are you doing today and it's a chest day uh, and they'll do the bodybuilder split for a month and then like you said they'll panic at the last minute and do sprint work um, but that bodybuilding day in particular like the chest day the arms day have done absolutely nothing to improve your ability to absorb forces in your sprinting and in your rugby uh, but with this program that you've designed, it's going to be, you know, good strength training and hypertrophy training. It's going to be specific and applic applic applicable to your rugby training. Um, so I think that's a really good thing to say. And it's so similar to powerlifting where you speak about in the program, how like people, when they're thinking of like higher volume work, they're either doing squat bench and deadlift all the time, or like they're choosing just bad exercises. Mm. And you think like with, let's say, uh, I don't know, you're doing 70% of your, your max for a set of eight on squat. Like, unless you're even at a high level, like if I was going to do 70% for a set of eight, the last couple of reps might start to get a little bit dicey. Like, I wouldn't want to put them forward and say, This is my best work, this is my best squatting. So, are there exercises that are better suited to hypertrophy than doing squat bench and deadlift? You know, the better exercises than doing a chest day for a rugby player. Mm. Uh, and the answer is, Of course, there is. Like, we talk about in the program that, like, you're looking for the muscular tension we're looking for a fairly simple exercise uh, so from a hypertrophy perspective for powerlifting would it be better to do a leg press than a squat for deadlift would it be better to do like a controlled eccentric Romanian deadlift rather than a competition deadlift which is a fantastic exercise and it can build muscle but is it the most optimal for building muscle Look, there's no eccentric yeah. component there's minimal time and attention so there are better exercises that you can choose when you're looking specifically at developing hypertrophy and that's very similar for rugby players and powerlifters i think yeah absolutely yeah i think exercise selection is key um and yeah a key component of, the, of, the, of these uh, programs that we're delivering and like i say i think a lot of guys have the right idea you know, they're sort of thinking, right, you know, so for example, your rugby guys are thinking, right, off-season, yeah, let's get big, right, let's get strong, let's get fast. But yeah, as we know, like, you know, not, not using the right exercises and also just, you know, just no, no integration uh, of, all, of, all the, of all the components, which, you know, we, uh, we know now is, you know, the, you know, the, the most effective method. Um, so just to just give people uh, a bit more of an idea about the the, the rugby program uh, so you know you mentioned you know 16 16 week block um and uh, that you know that 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 was definitely intentional you know rather than doing a you know a, a two week four week you know anything like that you know we've got this um off season this year which is which is bigger than usual um you know normally people would be finishing off games you know, around now, around April, April sort of, you know, some teams into May if you're in cup competitions. Um, then you've got a lot of guys playing, you know, playing sevens and you've, you know, in the summer and you've got, you know, tours and things like that going on. So like, I mean, you know, before, you know, from the end of one season, you know, into the pre-season of the next is, you know, I mean, I've had two weeks before, <laughs> two weeks off yeah. and then you're back, uh, back on the horse. Um, whereas this season is definitely an opportunity, uh, a huge opportunity for uh, for rugby players to have that almost NFL style uh, off season and pre season where you've got a good chunk of like a good four months uh, to get things right. So it's about maximising uh, that that time and getting uh, getting the most out of it. Yeah. Um, so it's a 16, uh, 16 week block, obviously with uh, with the aim to to get you, you know, sort of up and running and, and peaking and ready for, for September. Um, the, we're working in four sets of four week blocks. Um, 
So uh, four blocks of four weeks. Um, in the first block, it is, you know, again, we're sort of talking about what, what is the focus, what component is the focus, and we're, we're focusing on, on Hive Trophy work. So normally after off-season, uh, sorry, after, after the end of the season, you do this anyway for, you know, to, you know, just replenish a little bit, build a little bit of muscle mass that might have been lost during the season, um, build up some tissue tolerance for, you know, for, for harder work to come. Um, so that is the, that's the kind of primary goal and focus of the, of the, of the first block of four weeks. Um, but as mentioned before, don't think it's going to be just bodybuilding. You know, it's, it's, it's not because as we've discussed, that's not really going to be relevant to what we're trying to achieve. So we've got a four week block of, you know, hypertrophy focus. Um, so, you know, moderate to high loads of, uh, loads of volume, uh, loads of moderate intensities, but we're maintaining, you know, a little bit of strength work in there in the conditioning side of things, we're not leaving it until, you know, the middle of this block or the end of this block to try and build up an aerobic base or build up our speed. We're getting that in really early. Okay. So, um, as I say, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, trying to build, uh, build muscle mass, but from, from day one, you know, we're going to be start, you know, we're going to start introducing some sprinting. We're going to start introducing some aerobic work. Um, so that by the time we get further along the, the, the line towards the start of the season, we've had, you know, four, eight, 12 weeks of this buildup of, you know, for example, of speed, of, of, of sprint technique work, of hill work, um, you know, of, of, you know, running flats and then we can go into splits and things like that. Um, so it's a very much hypertrophy focus, but a bit of speed, a bit of aerobic work bit of strength stuff, even, you know, a bit of, bit of strength speed, power work, med ball stuff, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So then the next block you're going to be looking at is, yes, we're kind of converting that into, into strength. So we're starting to lift heavier. We've had that first four weeks. We've built some muscle mass. We're slowly converting into doing heavier, uh, heavier loads. Um, we're slowly getting faster on our sprint days. And we're slowly ramping up the aerobic work as well. So the accessories will start to, you know, come down a little bit as we get a bit closer uh, towards competition. Then we're going to look to converting in the in the next block into into that power. So, you know, lots lots of uh, you know moderate loads, but moving those moderate loads at high velocities. Um, so, you know, if we're looking at rugby, yes, like static strength is you know, very important, certainly in some positions and having a good strength base is essential as we, uh, as, as we hopefully all know by now. Um, but really, you know, you know, real good players are going to be able to move those moderate, you know, moderate to high loads at high velocities, at high, at high speed. So that's where we're talking about your, your power work and that will build up very, very nicely as we get to sort of eight, week eight, week 10, week 12, we're really going to be building that in. So there's a nice clear progression. It's not just bodybuilding and strength and power. It's not just bodybuilding all the way through and then last minute panic to try and get better. It's a vertical integration system where everything's going to be trained at once, but we're slightly prioritizing certain things in, uh, in blocks as we, uh, as we, as we go along really. So that's the, uh, that's the aim of the, the program. Again, similar to, to Luke's uh, powerlifting hypertrophy program, there's going to be, you know, options for certain exercises, uh, which might be based on, um, you know, position uh, might be based on um, any, you know, any sort of niggles, your anthropometrics, your, the shape of the player, the size of the player, the mobility levels <clears> of the player as well. So there's a little bit of flexibility there because, you know, and uh, as, we, as we know, one size doesn't fit, fit all. So that's the, that's the kind of basis and the, the overview of the programme.
within uh, in regards to the uh, one size doesn't fit all with uh, with your program have you have you gone for RPE or have you used like a percentage base or a combination of the two what have you what have you gone for in that respect yeah so in terms of load management uh, I've gone for RPE um, yeah. you know I think percentages is wildly inaccurate at this at, at this kind of stage of stage of time you know there's guys who you know haven't trained you know touched a bar for a year there's guys who have but they haven't had access to the weights they would have liked um so i just think you know percentage wise working <clears> on you know percentages yeah. of one rep max um even at the best of times is something i do less and less these days um yeah you know almost, almost it's interesting not, like it's yeah if i'm working with a client for like let's say the first month is pretty much exclusively rpe then maybe the next month i'll start to integrate a little bit of like target percentages what i want them to work at but that's a very individual thing so yeah. like you said even if you hadn't have had a three-month layoff especially in rugby because the the variation in people that you you're going to get like someone that's tall versus someone that's short like there's a good correlation between the amount of reps someone will get at a certain percentage to that yeah. height just because when you when you're working out volume it's 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 weight times um um reps times yeah. distance and people always miss out the distance because it stays yeah. the same but if you if me and you were doing 80 percent i mean i love my leverages for squat compared to yours and i will take them every day of the week i'm going to probably get about 10 to 12 reps at 80 percent you might get six or seven yeah. so all of a sudden if you gave someone three sets of five yeah. at 80 percent i'm going to be absolutely coasting that session yeah. i'm going to be you know five rp i'm going to be very so maximal you're going to be working max f and every set's going to be a grind so that's another good avenue for the individuality um in particular when you look at like uh, women seem to get a lot more repetitions at, uh, at a certain percentage shorter people do so i think rp is definitely the way to go especially now after a layoff but also all the time like it allows like if you've got i don't know three sets of three at a seven rp let's say everyone's going to be able to choose good loading for that versus saying three sets of three at 85% and someone yeah. missing a repetition on the last set and someone absolutely coasting through that session. Yeah. So RP is, is difficult to gauge at first, but once you get into a week or two and, and working around that like six plus RPE, your accuracy can be there. And even if you yeah. miss by one or two RPEs, you're still going to get a good stimulus versus yeah. like I said, it's three threes at 85% and one person's missed it and the other person's not even touched like working sets. It yeah. definitely is more accurate for 99% for of the people than the percentages. We've got the RPE table uh, attached as well, haven't we, to the, uh, to the intro package. Yeah. So when people, um, you know, purchase the program, you'll have the explanation there because there'll be a lot of guys, uh, I think especially my rugby mm. guys, who, who haven't used the RPE before. Um, but there's a, there's a table there. It's really, really straightforward. And as, yeah. uh, as, as we've said, it's, you know, I mean, this, this is a great example as well as to why, like, maybe just buying a, you know, a, a program off the internet isn't the best, um, where like, you know, it's, it's all percentages. Um, like for example, you know, people buy like five fives and things like that, you know, they get to go right. Oh, well, I've seen online that five times five at 80% is what I need to be doing. And it's like, well, <laughs> Yeah, as as you say, not not taking into consideration anything there. You know, the ability yeah. of, of 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 the athlete experience level, uh, like you say, the leverages that we've got to move through. You know, lots of considerations to take into account. Um, and like you say, the RP just gives you a lot more uh, flexibility. Uh, in in indeed, really. Um, and yeah, the, the, there are clients that still you you know use a bit of percentage work. 
um yeah. you know ones that are really consistent with the training um really well balanced and you know with managing their stress and their lives and like getting the doing the same sessions all the time because that's another thing with percentages is you know the fluctuation of, of stress day to day um yeah. how we're recovering from sessions how much we're working you know stress is stress at the end of the day and you know it has yeah. an impact on the on the central nervous system whether that's training stress life stress yeah. etc so you know you, you 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 know i mean even aside from all, all the things we've just mentioned you know um about some people being able to do you know five fives at 80 and some not it's you know day to day there are changes you know there are changes and sometimes that might feel easy and sometimes that might feel hard and rpe again just gives you that little bit of flexibility to you know to push when uh you know when uh when, when you're full of beans and you know to pull back a little bit when you know you're having a tough day it's the same with like when you look at like uh, women's training when you have to take into account like their their, their hormonal cycle and like they'll typically be two weeks where they'll feel it's it's not massive, but let's say it's it's individual. Some people notice like a five percent difference. Some people notice no difference at all. But that RPE again just allows that little bit of customization and allows you to choose appropriate loading. Because like you said, old school old school programming. Sorry, uh, where it would say five sets of five at eighty percent. One day that's going to feel like you could come in. You've had a terrible day at work. You come in and that could feel absolutely horrific. Yeah. Uh, and the other days you're like, oh, I feel amazing. I, I want to push on, but but the program says five fives. So that having that RP and I think like even with your clients now, what you've just said is you'll use a combination of the two. So you might have like a percentage, and then you'll say this is the RP we're looking for, and then there's obviously degrees of flexibility in there as yeah. well. Um, which is one of the, like, you, you can't quite get that accuracy with someone when you're working remotely and it's a kind of the set program, but like the RPE covers, covers more than 90%. Yeah. And I think it's important to say that with people, that it, some people stress over RPE more than they probably should, like saying, oh, I miss my RPE by one, but missing your RPE by one is, yeah, in the matter. grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. I quite like the classification system of like, if uh, at failure, close to failure and far mm -hmm. from failure. So as long as you're working within those three brackets, you're normally fine. You're aiming for an eight RP and you get a seven, it's not going to break your, uh, your program. Yeah. Um, exactly. I think with, with like field athletes as well, if you're, you know, trying to use percentages in season, you know, that, that can be real oh, tough, especially as like, I'm going to get a bit, bit specific here, but like, you know, in rugby, for example, I mean, you've, you've watched a few, a few games made down at Bourneville and like, you know, big difference between positions. So you could, you know, you could have, um, you know, a centre or a fullback who has a really easy day at the office and like, you know, probably run, you know, three kilometres and made one tackle and have had a real low impact game and holding them back on a, you know, on a, on a high day on a Tuesday when they come in and say, well, you know, you've got to lift at 75% for this or 80% for that, might be holding that player back. You know, the next week you're playing a tougher team, you're making 12 tackles, you've run, you know, 11 kilometers, um, you know, and, and made lots of, you know, lo lots of high, high impact sprints or, you know, and had lots of collisions. Right. Yeah. You've got to go in on Tuesday and lift 80%, you know. Um, so, and, and, and that, that, that's obvious in, you know, in season, but even, even pre-season training is tough, man. Like, you know, when you're going down on a Tuesday, Thursday night to, to your rugby, like, Tra like training can be hard like those uh you know those fitness sessions that you know we get we get thrown into like 
they're not usually that moderate like they're usually pretty hard especially pre-season so you know there's there's factors there straight away um yeah. you know like i said you might you might have a three or four week week window of off season where percent you know percentages might be relevant or might work but even then really i mean like it's um you know it, it's perhaps not the most flexible uh, way of way of doing things um so as i say i've got, got a couple of guys still use percentages with and um you know one of clients retired you know retired from rugby now real set schedule and you know we work percentages you know a lot for his for his deadlift and for his bench and it, and it works really well because he's just you know he hasn't missed a session in years he's so consistent um you know, and it just and that's a that's an individual thing as well, isn't it? Like yeah. some people like hate RP, and some people want the regimentation of of having a set number. But when it's applying to the masses, it's it's finding what's best for the masses versus these individual outliers that like the numbers and seeing the the progression week on week. For the for to cover the bases, RP is definitely the the way forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. I think you know it's, it's exciting. These pro- these programs are really exciting. I'm, I'm you know, quietly confident. I'll, we'll, we'll sell a we'll sell a few and see how uh, see how see how we go. Yeah, I uh, I like I like like I said, like having a product that's that's a bit more accessible to a lot more people is is really nice because you've got like your higher end products. And like I said, not everyone can afford them, and not everyone wants to pay that amount of money. So if you want to pay a little bit less, but still get a really good product. Um, I think it's a, a really good option for people that need more guidance, um, and I think it's going to help. Like I said, hopefully a lot of people. So yeah, I guess Ex- we'll find out. Exactly. Um, I mean, in terms in terms of price, you know, I mean, you know, to to give people an idea, we're just finalising a couple of things, but you know, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up about twenty five pounds every four weeks. Um, yeah. Which you know is an insanely cheap price for for programming um but as we've said you know we uh, we do believe the quality is going to be uh, going to be very very high um you know it's not going to be you know quite the same as your your, your monthly personalized programming and you know feedback wise etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's a fantastic uh guide and program to work around and again especially you know i mean christ night you know 95 percent of rugby players i know out there are going off the cuff um you know so having that bit of guidance you know to 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 work with and you know with with yourself luke as well you know a lot of guys with you know in powerlifting who are you know sort of going in and you know trying to you know beat up those those big three movements straight away and a real structure uh behind what they're uh, behind what they're doing i think it's going to be invaluable really yeah 100% like yeah no need to be specific at the minute let's you know, let's build up some skill, but let's let's really try and build some good muscle mass, and let's set yourselves up for some some good productive, you know, prog- uh, blocks further down the line when there's actual competitions to do. So for now, now's not the time to be excellent and really dialed in on squat, bench, and deadlift. Now's the time to build your work capacity, help you prevent further injuries, and and like you said, build some good muscle mass, which is going to yeah. improve your success later down the line. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep. I think- Keeping the ego in check, I think, is important. You know, me and Max did a pod- podcast on this a few weeks back. Um, you know, not 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 going in, you know, balls deep from the off and trying to like, you know, I'm back in the gym. I've got to show, you know, I've got to, you know, I'm not I'm not happy. I'm feeling weak. I've got to push. I've got to do this and that. And like in the rugby program, that's specific with all the elements. Like with your sprint work at the beginning, you are not going to be 
exposed to high velocity max effort 60 yeah. meter sprints why because you're not ready you're not ready you haven't you, you haven't built up the training components to absorb those forces that a 60 meter flat out sprint will put through you so keep your ego in check build the skill work over the fives the tens the fifteens work on the you know work on your technique um with your aerobic work it's going to be fairly low key to begin with um it's not going to be your session where you're blowing out your ass you know at the end of it and you're in an absolute pickle and don't worry that's mm. fine we're building the base we're earning the right to do those harder sessions a bit further along along the line with your with, with your trap bar deadlifts and with your you know with with your box spots or whatever you know your bench presses and whatever it might be you know we're not going in and one accent straight away you know be patient build towards the bigger things as we get a little bit more uh you know conditioned to it that's that, that's a really good point and i think having the guidance and having a program that tells you to do this is is so much easier for people mentally than it is just doing it themselves because when you've got a program and you know it's from you so you know it's like highly reputable you know that it's what you should be doing if you're working so maximum at the start then you can think okay this is part of the bigger program i fully understand the rationale behind why i'm not working to max but i think for a lot of people they really struggle with that especially if they used to go and balls out all the time so yeah, like yeah. having a program that's telling you to ease back here and then allow yourself to push further on here is great for you mentally while if you're doing it yourself and i mean i was self-coach for a while and then you just start second guessing a couple of things like should i be doing more sprinting like I've heard I should only be doing, you know, five sprints a week of 10 meters, but you know, I've seen other people doing like 400 meter sprints, having a program that tells you to ease back here and talking about the long-term picture rather than these short-term adaptations is, is massive. So it's, it's a great program, both physically, but also mentally knowing that you're doing the right things and the right dosages is massive. You never want to be second guessing yourself in a program. And I think that's why people go all out all the time. If you don't know what to do, just just do more or go harder, and that's what's going to be better. And that's something I've struggled with in the past, and I'm sure you have. Is like when things aren't quite hundred percent. Like the first time I had a coach and worked a, a more of a hypertrophy specific phase, and like I said, you're just maintaining the skill at best. Um, my top sets were like, oh, okay, they're staying the same. Is that a good thing? And just having the overarching concepts and having the the idea that this is what the program is meant to be, rather than you know having one bad session and shitting yourself. Like if you do a sprint and you're like, oh man, like that didn't go quite as well as I want to. Now I'm going to do more sprinting. Understanding the program is is massive, and I think that's a big thing for people. Huge, yeah. It's removing the emotional attachment. Like even for guys like us, yeah. you know, it's it's great to get programming because, you know, I mean, that might sound ridiculous to people because you know it's our it's our job and we we you know we excel at, at writing programs, but taking that emotional attachment out of it and having that that neutral person to say right okay hold your hold your horses this is you know let's calm down let's work through you know through these phases yeah. you know there's a time to be reactive and there's a time not to be and doing one bad sprint <clears throat> at the start of your 16 week block when you're not really prioritizing sprinting it's not the time to react and say right i need to do loads of sprints yeah. um so having this program is going to be great for people Definitely, definitely to, to hold them back. Yeah, I think like the way the way I can imagine it, like you've got, you know, these the, these guys who are, you know, probably chomping at the bit to come back, you know, and it will be so easy to like with, with rugby, for example, you know, first our first session back to this this weekend, um, and it's like 
you, you could imagine people being like, right, we're back at rugby now. I need to get fat, you know, I need to get fast. I need to start opening up and doing long sprints or, um, you know, I need to start doing my power cleans or I need to start, you know, doing my high, high level plyos and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, forgetting that where they've come from. <laughs> You've just going, had three months off. Yeah. They're going, they're going zero to turbo in, uh, you know, in under a second and it's not, it's not the ideal, you know, and, and again, like, you know, it, you don't, you don't need it. Like enjoy more minimal dose and, you know, that'll be enough to, to create the required stimulus we need. Um, so build gradually, keep the ego in check and uh, have some, have some guidance. Right? Is the, is, is and the have, have some confidence. Yes. Confidence from the guidance. Absolutely. 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 Um, Cool. Anything else to add on those on those programs, mate? Or? No, I think that pretty much uh, pretty much wraps it up. Um, like okay. I said, you're going to get a lot of guidance. You're going to get a you know a, a, a good template that's going to allow you to customize your individuality. I think people are going to get a lot out of it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I say, yeah, it's you know cheaper than we'd normally do. Obviously, our personal programming and you know, PT and things like that. But, you know, we, we want to help. We want to help, you know, the masses. And, you know, if we can offer those little, you know, those little top-ups from, you know, just going into a gym and training by yourself, then, you know, then that, that's going to be brilliant. You know, if we can, if we can help yeah. some people. So happy days. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Yeah. So hope you, uh, hope you enjoyed that guys. Um, so yeah, kind of strange to think this is coming out, you know, Monday and uh, everyone, everyone would have, would have had their first uh, or some you know a lot of people would have had their first session already by the time they listened yeah. to this so i uh, hope you've uh, hope you've all enjoyed that and you're glad to be back um next week podcast uh, we're going to be doing a sort of week one review uh of what's been going on at msc so we'll kind of recap uh talk about what's been going on and um hopefully how how awesome it's been um so yeah thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in uh, guys uh thanks for joining me luke and uh Thank we you will, for having me and we will uh, we'll catch you next time guys yeah. cheers thanks cheers guys <laughs>